Ruther Flores used to be an aggressive Duterte supporter until he got disillusioned and found himself more critical of the government. He tells us about his journey. Siguro, you can, we can start by talking about your story. Like, Can you walk us back to when you were a, a supporter and then what happened after that? Okay. Um, as early as 2015, uh, when people were talking about who will be the next president, people were clamoring for some certain people to run, Miriam Defensor, Marojas. Uh, where there was also a minor call on Grace Poyata. So I already uh, wanted President Duterte to run back then. As early as 2015, I was very supportive of him. In fact, I was one of those who were frustrated when he did not file during the first deadline and felt that uh, I felt uh, it's a lost cause na whoever is going to be the president. And then when he substituted, December 10, I think was the deadline, December 10, 2015, he, substitu he substituted Martin Dino. So I felt, so, okay, uh, uh, the work has begun. I'm going to campaign for this person. I'm going to... Uh, so I researched him. I watched his videos. I read articles about him. Of course, genuine articles. I'm not going to... I did not believe even then uh, blog posts. Um, so... I look at his track record as mayor, I uh, look at his policies, uh, read testimonials about him, watch videos talk of people talking about him, what has he done, for example, the uh, cancer uh, uh, foundation where he gave his house for uh, uh, children uh, sick with cancer, at the same time, the uh, prison for women, and all, the, all that stuff that he did in Davao. So, then I was convinced, and then he had this tough stance on drugs, which I really hate uh, to the core, because uh, it, I think uh, one way or another we have friends or family members who are uh, who succumb to drugs. Eh? So, and I, ha I have my fair share of uh, cousins or relatives na who also were victimized by drugs. So it's really I, I hate it to the core, corruption as well. So I think his narrative. His platform was very uh, appealing and striked the it strikes the right chords eh, emotionally. And when people are governed by emotions, they tend to forget reason. So uh, I, I believe I'm one of those. <laughs> Although I tried to keep it balanced. And so 2016 came. I was you know not rapidly but aggressively campaigning. I wrote essays and. Um, of course, it, be, it became polarizing now because friends on Facebook or real friends and social media friends were starting to be vocal about who are they supporting. Some people, uh, there's the intelligent vote uh, apparently attached with uh, the Miriam Santiago. There's the admin support with uh, Marojas. There's the, I don't know how to characterize, but there's also the Grace Poe block. And so there's the Duterte. A movement that people found radical, uh, aggressive, to ano, na, hindi naman refreshing but shocking to the political scene because nobody has seen a candidate like him who would curse in public, who would uh, who would say things that people wouldn't normally say, especially for uh, someone who's vying for the presidency. And so it came came along. He won. Uh, in his first year, I thought that I, I, I uh, 
made the right choice. In, I remember to th uh, the election 2016, I said that only history, only his time in history can tell whether or not I made the right decision. And uh, it's going to be a gamble. I, if you remember, I told you that it's, it's any, any election is a gamble. Uh, any election would require voters to make concessions. I made mine and I voted for Duterte. And for the first one or two years, I supported him because of some of his policies, the universal education, the, uh, the SSS, the strengthening of the police, uh, and uh, the Build, Build, Build program. Although there are, the Build, Build, Build program is marred with a lot of uh, anomalies and uh, issues, uh, but I still believe that uh, we are 10 or 20 years delayed in infrastructure. That's why it's a very high time project that has to be that has to be done. Eh. So, and then uh, it culminated last 2018, I, I suppose, uh, when I wrote this uh, public, I made it public, the, this post about me falling out of love with Duterte. And there, uh, people came about, my friends, former friends who became friends again. Um, there were those who did not like what I did, uh, family family, for example, because, uh, of course, uh, parents are uh, supportive of the president. And so, I, I, ha I halfway through reading through the comments when the shares were parang overwhelmingly uh, uh, increasing, na, na parang I couldn't believe that that post, which was intended for my Facebook friends, simply because I, don't no, I no longer want to be a subject of their patama uh, that they would post na ano uh, masaya ka pa ba ano uh, supportahat supportado mo pa ba these posts while they do not really name anyone in particular I know for a fact that they pertain to people like me na do you still support this president despite and I I I was silently not supporting anymore that's why for for for, for a period of time I became inactive in in, in social media, on social media, sorry. So th that that's it. I was uh, I was I was just happy to read the news. Maybe I was distracting myself with other things, na lang, laughing at memes and uh, watching funny videos on Facebook. And then it became a realization all of a sudden that shit, I don't like to Duterte anymore because of this. Uh, it's not it's not even one incident. Eh. It's a culmination. Eh. Uh, it's an epiphany of some sort, an epiphany of some sort that I realized uh, why, why, why betray common sense and why betray reason, why betray logic. If you, people tend to, well, how do I say this? I'm not a psychologist, but I study psychology out of interest. And Duterte is a interesting subject for psychologists because uh, I think a lot of uh, logical fallacies come into play, confirmation bias. People would always want to, would, that's why fake news is very prevalent eh, because of confirmation bias. Eh. People tend to, to accept only those information that support their beliefs. There's the backfire effect. If you, if you contradict or present a contradictory opinion, people would, instead of believing you, they would uh, uh, further hold on to what they are, to the original beliefs, and then there's the selective bias and all. So, so relationships-wise, the topic of this podcast, I became a little bit relaxed on Facebook because uh, friends and classmates uh, 
I think uh, I was able to I'm able to build relationships again uh, without that prejudice na ah, DDS to without that uh, or stigma or whatever that people would attach to me that, and think na ayaw kitang kasama kasi DDS ka or ganito ka mag-isip I mean, it's, it's, it hasn't really happened directly but I know for a fact na ganun yun eh so, What would you say yung worst experience mo of a rift or parang misunderstanding between you and someone you love or someone you care for that was rooted in a difference in politics? Well, uh, I don't have that uh, that kind of story where we actually scream at each other because of politics. But uh, my, my parents and uh, uh, would oftentimes caution me to just keep it low, to temper your opinions, uh, in a way saying that uh, do not really be vocal about you being anti. Maybe they were fearing for my safety, but I said it's a free space, it's Facebook, and who am I? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, in, a, I'm not in government, I'm not a rich man, I'm just an or- ordinary person trying to uh, be involved in politics. But I think the and I'm not even dreaming of becoming a politician. I'm dreaming of becoming a lawyer who would someday be influential to politicians in the right way, but I am not dreaming of being a politician. Who knows? Of course, I cannot uh, put a period to it. Ano sabi ng parents mo? Like they would say that, ano, hinay-hinay um, ka lang, and then, uh, things like that. And then there, there was also something about my, uh, Dito. My friends who were uh, because I was able to convince people, eh. so I had friends na who are who became the Duterte supporters, and up to now, some of them are. Uh, I'd like to think that uh, some some reason, some part of it is because of me. So, and then when I backtrack, it's like it's like uh, you being a lead convener of something of a movement, and then suddenly going against that movement you started and what happens to the people that you're able to convince or you're able to uh, influence i'm not saying that i'm very influential i'm just saying that in some in my in my own uh, small circles um, i'm able to uh, uh, convince people or or at least uh, uh, give them some realizations which i in retrospect should have not been the case <laughs> <laughs> Nagalit ba sila sa'yo nung nag-iba ka ng pananaw? Yes. Uh, hindi naman, I mean, my parents naman could, would, would not be, wouldn't really hate me for for changing my stance. It's more of uh, the disagreements lang, I suppose, that uh, why eh, samantalang si Duterte ay nagtaas ng pension ng SSS, samantalang saan ka nakakita ng presidente na tinaas ang sweldo ng mga polis. Saan ka nakakita ng presidente na who would fire, for example, uh, corrupt officials. Of course, uh, those things uh, to them, in, in, on paper, uh, at first, uh, first glance, people would, syempre, it's, it's a good thing. Eh? You are firing corrupt officials. You are increasing uh, uh, SSS pension. You are, in fact, uh, because of train law, tumaas yung, yung, yung take-home pay ng ng no ordinary Filipino worker, of course, not the minimum work, uh, earner. Pero may mga ganong bagay na I think may 
continuously makes make my parents parang uh, support him and at the same time use as evidence or argument against people like me. Na parang, why why do you not like the, this president? Ito yung nagawa niya, ito yung nagawa niya. So do you ever get into arguments with them? Yes. Ano sinasabi mo? How yeah. do you deal with that rift? Well, I, that? Try to, I try to reason out. I try to be fair and I try to be uh, objective about it. I said, I, I, I don't, I don't see myself as an anti-Duterte. I see myself as a critic lang because when you criticize, you try to be objective about things. You are issue-based. You don't really have anything. You don't have self-interest or vested interest kung bakit mo yung ginagawa. I am not supportive of any politician. I think uh, once is enough for me to realize that it's, it's not a good thing when you anchor your political beliefs to a single person, to a single idea, to a single uh, political party. So you have to be objective about it na lang eh. Nung, nung time na you were very pro, you were aggressively campaigning for Duterte, were, did you also experience rifts with friends or family nung time na yun? No. Uh, when I was campaigning for Duterte, parang, because he was, he, was a, uh, he was a new brand back then. And so, people knew very little about him. Diba? People were not even aware of the issues that uh, were already attached to him even before he was president or during his, during his, ma- ma- during his uh, stint as mayor in Davao. Wala masyadong ganun eh. Of course, the more, uh, the more obvious rips na lang would be uh, who are you supporting? Bakit si Duterte? Dito naman si Miriam. Uh, bakit, bakit, bakit si Miriam? Eh, tandem niya si Bongbong. Nandito naman si Marojas. Ito yung platform niya. Bakit? Nandito naman si uh, Grace Poe. So, it's more of a uh, trying to convince the other person who you know will not be convinced that this is the right candidate or president. And so, the rips and the arguments uh, were more focused focused more on bakit ito, bakit si Duterte samantalang may iba pa namang kandidato and things like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, Do you think that Kasi based on your accounts and other people's accounts, parang may, may polarization na nangyayari within Filipino society. There are people who uh, have already, kumbaga, maybe ruined or affected na yung relationships nila with other people. Would you agree? Do you see this also with people you know? Mm. Well, I can't arrive at that conclusion because I, I, I'd like to believe that the people I know naman are sensible enough not to destroy permanently relationships just because of one person, one president who would not even bother or who not even know them. Parang why would why would you uh, sacrifice your relationships with your parents, with your friends, with your siblings, with your friends and family uh, for this person who does not even know your name, who is not even aware of your existence, who is not even, uh, who does not even uh, give a shit about you. Parang Duterte doesn't even know me. So, why would I sacrifice so much for him up to that point na I'm going to damage relationships? And, and I think the same thing applies with people I know. Although the more common prevalent uh, event uh, is people, unfriending people on Facebook. 
regardless kung kaibigan nila yan, former classmate, matchmate, whatever, they would people would unfriend uh, people who, who they don't like or they don't agree with, which I don't do. Because I think I cannot I cannot take it upon myself na mag-unfriend ako ng Facebook. It's a, it's a simple, it's a minor gesture, I think, to unfriend people. But what you are doing is, you are lo- you are depriving yourself of that chance to talk to that person, to communicate to, with, with that person, to actually reach out, and to maybe someday influence them na, na ito yan, ito yan. I mean, it's, it, when you unfriend a person, kasi, or when you cut relationships because of politics, it's like you're also giving up on them. Eh? And I'm not going to give up on people I know. I think that uh, we all have uh, different points of maturity and uh, realization. We're not going to see the same things all at the same time. Eh? I saw this one or two years after. People would come about maybe, or who knows, maybe next election. <laughs> so, maybe the, some people are waiting for the full term of President Duterte to finish so that they could be more objective and precise about it. Pero I'm not going to take wait that long. Na. I mean, I, I think I've seen enough. So that's just me. So when it comes to relationships, uh, people have, yun nga, uh, patamaan, I guess. People would fight each other on Facebook, comment sections sa mga news sites. Um, but that's mostly it. Uh, I haven't encountered naman any any incident where may nagsakita na siguro it should, it should, it should not reach that point naman. Do you think nag-contribute si Duterte himself sa current state of affairs na may division among Filipinos now? I think the I think Filipinos have, have always been divided uh, prior to Duterte. Uh, I think uh, panahon pa lang ng Marshall people were divided na uh, there were those who continue to support, glorify, admire uh, uh, Marcos and there are still and there are those who continue to vilify Marcos and people present evidence and so we have been polarized the past 30 years even prior to Duterte uh, there's always that debate na ah kung nagpatuloy lang si Marcos sa pagiging presidente niya hindi sana ganito ang Pilipinas why? because uh, the people who replaced Marcos I think were not able to fulfill the promise of EDSA revolution eh. parang the promise of EDSA was uh, the 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 promise that was EDSA, the democratization, bringing back democracy, um, uh, ending the, that reign of terror. But it was not really fulfilled. So we have always been polarized. But uh, Duterte's role in the polarization of our people, of course, I'm not going to deny that. It's very much visible. Eh? There are those who are really pro-Duterte for some reason, and there are those who are really anti-Duterte for some reason, and both both classes of people refuse to look at facts. And that's the thing I don't uh, really appreciate. Eh. Parang intellectuals betraying their own nature, uh, professionals refusing to believe, uh, uh, refusing to believe uh, facts in fa- because they... they twisting of uh, of uh, people creating their own truths. And so, pol- us being polarized, matagal na, but may resurgence. <laughs> may resurgence with Duterte. I think that uh, people have become more 
divided again. How do you think Duterte contributed to yung polarization? Well, his statements. I think uh, on top of anyone's head, it's going to be his statements. Eh? The, the words he say, the, the things that... It's not the things that he... He does. Eh. Yung mga sinasabi niya. Um, first, there's the, the rape jokes, the the way he dismisses things or the way uh, he uh, curses in public. Yung mga t- small ma- matters that I think, uh, I mean, ako, I mean, people curse, but not in public. Certainly not in a congregation of, not in a formal speech. Diba? Uh, I think yung mga, when he say, I'm going to kill you, when he say, I'm going to I don't care if people die or something like that. Parang something to that effect. Lest be me, be quoted again, hindi naman siya nagsabi ng ganon. But I think he sends that message uh, repeatedly. Yung uh, language, how does it make polarization more intense? It makes it makes polarization more intense because uh, people tend to justify it. Eh. If you are supportive of Duterte, regardless kung ano yung sinabi niya, you would justify that it's a minor matter compared to what he's doing. Uh, bakit? May pinatay ba siya? Di ba? Wala naman. Di ba? Ito nga yung ginawa niya. And so, it becomes uh, an anchor, a springboard to more uh, higher degrees of polarization because people would now, f- parang it, it, it shifts attention uh, towards ano yung sinabi niya, tapos it, it branches out to ano ba yung totoong ginagawa ni Duterte, ano ba talaga yung policies niya versus ano ba yung sinabi niya. Di ba? And people would now create that narrative na, ah, eto ba yung presidente nagmumura? Eto yung ginawa niya. Diba? The president who curses actually uh, prays to God or the president who curses actually provides uh, fee education or pushed for fee education. The president who curses actually uh, increased the pension of uh, of senior citizens. The president who curses uh, works hard because when he went to Japan, he brought home billions worth of investment. So he, this is the president who curses. And so it becomes a narrative. Eh. It, it's, it's very easy to spin that narrative. Eh. Versus, ah, ito, gusto nyo decente. The decency thing, it became a yellow, it became a yellow, a yellow issue. It became a yellow uh, thing. Eh, na, ah, gusto nyo ba decente, pero wala nagagawa. O, presidente nagmumura, pero marami nang ginagawa at marami pang gagawin. And it, it, it's very easy for, even for me to, to create that propaganda, eh, to spin it. And if I can do it, more, pe- more capable people can. Diba? And these capable people are, of course, working for the president. So that's how that's how it's a it's a small matter, eh? but it's always an op- it's um it's an opportunity because uh, people I'd like to think that or the ordinary people naman are not able they really don't think about so much about big concepts. That's why if you give them or re- make some a small thing relatable to them na for example, pagmumura or the things that the president says, oh, nagmumura ang koordinating tao, di ba? People curse. It becomes relatable now. And it becomes now, uh, it becomes, they are now able to relate na, ah, ako naman, nagmumura din naman ako, hindi naman ako masamang tao. And so they are able to see themselves with this president na, ah, nagmumura yan, pero hindi naman ibig sabihin na masamang tao siya. So, even that small thing, the people cursing or the president cursing, becomes an avenue to strengthen the support towards him and so polarization continues. What do you think would be the way forward now given the main divisions na ganito sa society natin? How do you think we can fix the gap if we can still fix it and can we survive the presidency na our society is 
more unified or at least you know not as rabid rapidly against each other uh first i uh, know two things uh, perhaps first people really have to be involved in politics i think that the biggest sin anyone can commit as a citizen is apathy if you don't care about what's happening i think mas okay na sa akin na ddsk na supportive ka the president kasi wala kang pakialam kasi kung wala kang pakialam mas delikado mas nakakatakot ka when people just are content enough to na that they are earning money and they they go from school to to work or work to home whatever it's ever parang it's 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 a bigger sin to me eh. people really have to be involved in politics because when you're involved you when you try to be more passionate about it you learn things little by little and so if there's the willingness in you to understand what's going on sooner or later you will come at the people would come at the proper or correct conclusion of things as opposed to wala ka lang pakialam you just parang scroll ka lang sa scroll sa Facebook uh, and the second thing is uh, to fix that gap or to address that uh, polarization people need to learn to separate the issue from the person if this person if, if a friend of mine is supportive of Duterte I'm not going to hate this person I'm just, I'm, I, I, maybe I would hate his beliefs maybe I would not agree with him all all at uh, all the time. Maybe I wouldn't even agree with him at all. Pero, I'm not going to hate this person just because of that. I'm not going to break relationships. I think people have to do things. Two things I'm going to summarize. First, you have to be involved in politics. You really have to make a conscious effort to understand what's going on, how government policies affect your, your daily lives. And second, people have to stop hating each other by unfriending people by cutting relationships just because of politics because i think uh, when people start learning more about politics then they would naturally become more mature voters they would become more uh, mature citizens who are able to call out a president without being hated or without hating diba? so i don't hate the president at all i mean who am i to hate him i don't know him personally i just don't agree with him uh, on a lot of things do you think there's a way for us to improve yung civility between people? Because now, parang sobrang toxic na ng social media, even relationships, like you said, parang may name-calling, diba? like DDS, Dilawan. How can we kind of return to a, maybe a level of civility na hindi ganun ka-hurtful yung mga salita? Uh, people have to stop using labels. People have to stop being elitist in their approach. Kasi when you make it a point na only intelligent people are against Duterte, then people, for some reason, hate intelli- intelligence. For some reason, they hate intelligence. They don't like, mag-post ka ng puro English, people would say, ah, puro ka lang naman English, wala naman kwenta sinasabi mo. Nag-post ka ng news, despite the, the, the effort you go through to prove your point, people would dismiss that very easily. I think, uh, People have to stop using labels. I'm not going to call you a DDS kung hindi naman talaga. I'm going to... Maybe you're a supporter, yes. Maybe you're a pro. But to call you... DDS kasi is also a negative connotation eh. It seems to imply that when you're a DDS, hindi ka nag-iisip, yes ka lang ng yes kay Duterte. And when you're a Dilawan, you're pro Aquino, you are... Uh, you are... Uh, you are rich. <laughs> you, are il- you are elitist and uh, you're trying to bend intellectual even if you're not. So, I think people have to stop using labels. That's why I don't like to be called anti-Duterte. That's why I, I'm not an anti-Duterte. I am a critic. I'm, I'm still going to support uh, the good things that he does. 
Uh, but I'm not going to use the good things that he does as justification for the things I don't agree with. I'm not going to say, ah, okay lang na may, okay lang na hindi mo pinagtanggol yung fisherman sa, na, na halos haya, hayaan ng malunod kasi tinaasan mo naman yung pension ng magulang ko eh. I'm not going to use that as justification. It's not, it's not quid pro quo na something for something. Haya, bibigay ko sa inyo, hayaan nyo akong gawin to. It's not something like that. If you are a president, all of your actions, or whatever position you are, if, as long as you are in government, it's public service. Eh. You have, you have, there's no room for concessions na, sige, gagawin ko to, pero hayaan nyo ako na wala akong pakialam sa China, hayaan nyo lang ako na, na ganito yung sinasabi ko or iniisip ko. And so, I'm not, I would always demand, I, we have to demand the, the highest level of public service from our, from our government uh, officials, especially from our president. I think I reserved that right a long time ago when I voted for him. When I, when I voted for him, I said to, I posted it on Facebook, I, I think, uh, na, I voted for President Duterte, but I reserved the right to call him out. And I think I am in the best position to do that because I continued to campaign for him. I supported him. And when I start criticizing him, I earned that right a long time ago. So, yun. Uh, people have to stop using labels. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ruther, for speaking Thank with you. us.